Hey, Nick. Hey, Chase. It's that time again. What time is it? Time for... Fuck This Place! <laughs> Speaking of, there's a chopper outside of my apartment. Oh, is there? Yeah. I didn't hear it. I, I, I get so paranoid about stuff like that. No, oh, about um, sound or just about yeah, choppers just, coming just, after just, you? Yeah, I just get so paranoid about choppers trying to get me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Uh-huh. Uh, That's all the meth. Well, I guess we should intro the podcast. Welcome to Fuck This Place, a podcast about jobs with Chase and Nick. My name is Chase. My name is Nick. And with us today is a fantastic guest. He's a good friend of mine, great stand-up comic. You know him from Chad Goes Deep and Going Deep with Chad and JT. And also former on and off again sparring partner of mine, Mr. JT Parr. How are you doing, JT? What's up, dude? It's good to be here. Good to see you again, man. It's been a minute. I did not know that uh, Parr used to spar, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, yeah. it's, I it's like, a good time. I like, uh, getting, I, I like getting hit like just a little bit. If it's too hard <laughs> and it gives you a headache, I don't like it. But mm-hmm. I, do, I do like the, uh, the adrenaline of it. And I, I find it very bonding. Like, I absolutely. Think, I feel like Nick and I are like closer for life because we've, uh, I'll agree with that. Blows. Yeah. I, I would yeah. say that after is probably one of the better hugs I've ever given and received. After <laughs> yeah, <with you>. totally. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're, you're both pretty vulnerable at that point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're both real tired of getting hit a little bit in the face. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're both saying, you know, what? we're going to stop doing that right now. Mm-hmm. And that hug solidifies it. Mm-hmm. I would always like, I would always, go from immediately terrified when you get hit to like two seconds later being like, that was kind of cool. You know, like, just like, Oh yeah, I'm alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You survive it. That's so Mm -hmm. true. I I, I got, I was in a, in a fight one time in Laguna beach, like with these other bros and, (laughs) um, and a guy, a guy punched me and, uh, and then we just like shook each other for a couple seconds. And then the whole thing got separated. Mm -hmm. And as I was walking down the street, I touched my nose and there was like a, just like the teensiest bit of blood. And I was like, Oh, I was like, I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. And I was like very excited about it. And then my other friend was so excited from the fight that he wanted to go back and fight. And I shoved him really hard saying he was, he's, he was, uh, he he couldn't get in trouble because he was like kind of a, and he's an athlete at like Mm -hmm. a a high profile athlete. So Uh I shoved him and I was like, don't get him back into a fight. And then he, after I shoved him, he was like, don't shove me. And then he and I almost, because uh, <laughs> there was just just so much free uh-huh. floating. He uh, was like, "I want blood in my nose, bro. I want blood in my nose." Like, You're not the only one who gets blood. I get blood too. I get what I want. I'm the most prominent <laughs> person here. I was like, "Yeah, for sure." But I was like, "We have to, <laughs> we have to isolate you and keep you safe." Saturdays in Laguna Beach, you know. Mm-hmm. Dude, they go off. It's a really rough part of this world. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, JT, I, we should probably get to our first segment um, that we like to do on every podcast. It's a segment we call Fuck This Place? Question mark, where we decide uh, if we would work somewhere or not. So uh, you're originally from the OC area. Uh, and so we've actually pulled some Craigslist posts from the Orange County Craigslist. And uh, we're going to read a couple and decide if we would work there or not. So the way that we're going to oh, nice. select them is I'm going to read three titles. You're going to pick the one you don't want to look at, and then we'll click on the other two. Does that make sense? Copy. Okay, sweet. So first, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out as we go along. First uh, job title is Zoom-style video. Second one is, and this is extremely Orange County, uh, all caps, SURF 
warehouse in San Clemente needs retail associate, comma, media creator. All right. And then the uh, last one title is uh, promote political book. So which one do you not want to click on? Zoom style video, surf warehouse in San Clemente or promote political book? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to 86 number one. Okay, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> we, we all know how to make a Zoom style video. And mm -hmm. what could you possibly want from us? You know? Um, okay, so let's take a look. I guess let's go straight for the surf warehouse because we all know we got to check out what's going on there. So um, you guys should be able to see my screen. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, um, so the, again, the, the title for job post number one is Surf Warehouse in San Clemente needs retail associate media creator and you guessed it san clemente and there's a couple of pictures that we should come through first uh first picture surfboards and uh i would say i would not call this a warehouse i understand how you would you could want to call it a warehouse i would call this surfboards in a store that looks like a warehouse uh -huh. or like a large garage Large yeah, like storage there's, facility. Like there's the there's the classic like you know uh, I'm just saying like these ceilings look really nice for a warehouse. Mm -hmm. it's, and it looks like they have a projector going on. There's a movie playing. There is the a bit of a projector situation going you, on back here. What do you think over under they're playing Lords of Dogtown? <laughs> um, I think they're play, they're playing nice the chives, man. Nice socks. They got <laughs> they got that's socks. A, that's a quote. No, that's a quote from Lords of Dogtown. Oh. <laughs> It is a quote. Um, yeah, I was thinking they were just playing that. You know that channel that's on like bars that don't want to pay for cable. That's like an internet channel, the Chive. Yeah, all, the Chive. It's just yeah, all yeah. like people eating shit on scooters and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping they're playing that, but it probably is like an actual surf video. Is my there's there's always time for the Chive at a bar. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, I, I'd say so. And there's surfboards. I don't know surf brands, but they look like you know they yeah, don't look the, like yeah, bad this, surfboards. This, this board in front looks cool. This, this brown, one right here one? with the wood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That looks nice. It's got some wood, a fake wood on the top and a little black trim on the side. Yeah. They look like surfboards. They don't seem mm. to be particularly like it's obviously it's not like one brand. You know yeah. what I mean? They all yeah. look they're, different. Yeah. They're all set up like they're in line at a concert, these surfboards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're coming to see um they're coming to see Incubus. <laughs> nice, dude. Mm -hmm. oh, and then man. there's there are also of note, there are skateboards in the back too. Like decks. Oh, yeah. oh there are, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, I mean, I'm not saying that they're not a, they're not a warehouse, but I just wanted to say like a mm -hmm. little bit like maybe this is just an Orange County warehouse, you know, uh, and then pick number two says stray boards. It's like obviously like maybe another part or like their office or something. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a board, I mean, and a foosball table, which, you know, probably helps the sales. And then pick number three, it's obviously the back of that same warehouse, which I, I guess I'll call this a warehouse. Again, surfboards, foosball, and there is, in fact, a Lords of Dogtown <laughs> or surf movie up top. And then pick number four, I'd say this uh, is my favorite. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a so dude. That, that guy is every member of Third Eye Blind. <laughs> it's Third Eye Blind. They're from Seattle, all right. Give them, give Third Eye Blind a little bit. Yeah, of a break. I love them, but you know where they sound, where they play. You know they're big in SoCal. <laughs> I think Stephen Merchant was valedictorian at Berkeley. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not valedictorian. <laughs> Everyone who goes to Berkeley is valedictorian, is my understanding. If you graduate, um, but yeah. So there's a dude, and let's. W w I would call this a pretty classic OC dude. Uh, JT, would you con would you concur? Yeah, I think this guy's really uh representing orange county well i mean he's relaxed <laughs> he's a I mean, white that, dude the position he's in he's so if, 
he's crouched down sitting on his feet. That's actually a position I like to be in a lot. I think you have to have good uh, quad flexibility and good ankle mobility. You're so. absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, um, yeah good range of motion look how relaxed he still is up top, too. Like, his upper body's so relaxed. Yeah, absolutely yeah, he's right. Chilling. He's, like, just chilling. on those train tracks a lot. Those are cool train tracks. Yeah, I was going to say, he's just chilling on train tracks, very confident that a train is not coming. Yeah, he's he's dressed like a, uh, like my creative character from the first Tony Hawk game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, we should point out sun, uh, dark sunglasses and a uh, like a black, well, maybe like a trucker hat, but it's like backwards. Mm-hmm. This dude's down for some chill vibes. Is, I'll work with this saying. guy any, every day of the week. I mean, I, literally, I, I'm I'm gonna apply for this job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Yeah, again, this is this is a yes or a no situation. So those are the pictures, and now we should take a look at the ad text. And the text begins and it says, hello, candidates, a formal greeting. We are Strayboards, a new surf warehouse in sunny San Clemente, California. If you're looking for, if you're looking for cool part-time job with amazing vibes, fun environment, and a possibility to grow, you came to the right place. All right. Strayboards was created from passion to board sports. From passion to board sports. Okay, that's what that's what it says. Strayboards was created from passion passion to board sports, surfing and skateboarding, with a focus to help surfers find their dream surfboard at the best price available. All right. You are going to be working with two fun individuals who created this company. <laughs> yeah, the only two people who work here. <laughs> and who want to change the industry with a new business approach. You need and here's a list to be knowledgeable about surfing, have customer service experience to have positive work history. <laughs> Is this the oh. second time? No, they said amazing vibes before. They didn't say positive additional skills, knowledgeable about social media, communicate with respect. Big plus if you're comfortable in front of the camera and then they give they give you their at, which I assume is an Instagram Strayboards, and then strayboards.com. That's the post does. Oh, compensation box does say, uh, thirteen to sixteen dollars per hour, and that's the post. Uh, How'd you guys find this? this? Is really emblematic, I think, of what everyone in Orange County is trying to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like it's a cool, laid-back place. Mm-hmm. You know, they they want people to communicate with respect. That's big, you know. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. to your coworkers, mm-hmm. and then. Mm-hmm. I like that they want to. I, I am curious what their new business approach is to change the industry. That's the one thing I want to follow up. Very on. curious. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if they're doing like an overstock situation or a, possibly a used thing. You know, uh, like I've I've heard of like bike retailers that'll do like they. It's just super hard to do like successfully where you like take used bikes. You know, you refurbish them and you put them online or whatever. But it's just like ah. it's really hard to like have clear inventory when you do that. Because it's like, well, this everything's a one-off, basically. You know what I mean? So you have right. to have, like, you know, in this case, you would want, for instance, I don't know, maybe a retail associate or a media creator <laughs> to mm-hmm. be the person who's taking pictures of everything and putting it online all the time. Oh, that's so interesting. So because they don't have, like, 500 of the same thing, they have to create, like, 500 individual ads for each thing? That's what I'm guessing. I mean, you know, again, this could be that they're doing oh, it. Oh, that's a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's 100% a huge pain in the ass. <laughs> and and you have inventory issues where, like, you know, you might say you might think you have two of the, you know, like, it could be that people accidentally buy shit twice. Uh, you know, like, somebody buys one board, you know, because of the, um, especially for, uh, I'm, I'm learning about these things uh, as, as um, 
as a person who wants to buy cool bike stuff um, lately, <laughs> um, when uh, like smaller brands don't have access to like really aggressive e-commerce uh, platforms. And so like it, two people who enter the site at the exact same time, even though there's only one item can both purchase it, even they could like put a credit card down and everything. And then they have to email somebody and be like, I'm super sorry about that. Like we just literally can't, we don't have a software that works that good. <laughs> oh, wow. And so I'm just saying you might be that guy for these people. And Which sounds a little less repeat business, right? Do you have that kind of bad experience? Like, do you go back to those sites where you got bummed? Um, well, in that case, in in my case specifically, I it's a, it's a brand that I respect a lot, and I understand that they're a small shop, and so it's just like, yeah, man, you know, it's you know, you told us when the sale goes live, it goes live at ten. I I signed in at ten thirty. You know, you get what you get. So mm. um, I respect, and they were super communicative. They're like, we have another product we can offer you. You know, like it wasn't like your shit out of luck get the fuck out of here kid it was just like you want that color we don't have that color we have another color you can have it or not and we'll refund you so uh, i'm just saying you're gonna send my guess is you're gonna be the guy who has to send all those emails because i do understand these people want some amazing vibes but i don't think that like this dude is the one who wants to email people <laughs> he's right, he wants right. to sit on the train tracks and hang out mm -hmm. yeah yeah they want so you they want like a uh, someone to clean up the boards they want a rebound guy Someone getting in there and doing the dirty work. Yeah, they got two. They, and I think you're the third person who works here because you're working with two fun individuals who created the company. Those are the two founders, right? Uh, and uh -huh. they're just like, they've been doing this for, I don't know, what, six months, three months. And they're just like, man, this kind of sucks staying at this register all day. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, got, I started this company because I wanted to surf. Let's get somebody else in here mm -hmm. and see if we can't make them. Yeah. Just Looking for a Velma. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah I, I like i like the uh you know if you're the third person though there's a lot of room there for you to kind of carve out your niche at this company agreed know? yeah 100 uh, i was just gonna say the same shoe thing dog you know the film no. about nike mm -hmm. i feel like every dude's read that book but uh, i've not read no. shoe dog <laughs> no <laughs> i've i got two copies of it so i can I okay, great. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's not that good until he starts talking about nike um, but, uh, <laughs> how, how long does it take for him to talk about Nike? It's, it's like 80 or 90 pages. He kind of okay, talks yeah. about like his college travels and getting broken up with. And you're like, I think someone else would be better at writing this stuff. But then once he starts <laughs> talking, <laughs> like, yeah, maybe you should get a better yeah. ghostwriter or a ghostwriter. Nike. But his buddies who got in early, you know, they're living the dream now. So, of course, yeah. I don't yeah. know if this company's got the upside, but if you're right. looking at that CEO on the train tracks, I don't know. That's, I think that's the kind of guy I'll follow into battle. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I think... do appreciate that it's a long sleeve. I really appreciate it's a long sleeve cotton mm -hmm. tee, you know, mm -hmm. because that Southern California, you know, it, it gets cool in the mornings and you want to have that long sleeve, but and you don't the... want to be like thermal, you know? That guy could be 25 or he could be 45. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I think I, I was, I was agreeing uh, with John in that, like, if these guys become a success, these two guys, like if they make it, because part of me thinks that they could just be like, yeah, dreams over, bro. And then they just like disappear into the fog, you know, but like, or they just go out for that last wave. Just like yeah. 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 And then you break. never see him again. And yeah. so, um, but like, if you make it because you will have done so much dirty work for them in the beginning and help mm. them keep their vibes so good mm -hmm. that you are bulletproof after that, as far as anyone else comes in, they're like, no, you don't mess with Velma because yeah. she's, yeah. you know, yeah. she's taking care of us. Yeah, I mean, so I think, you know, it's a roll of the dice, but like all business is. But if you I, get in with these guys, I think they will ultimately get your back. I'm also going to side a little bit with JT on this one in the sense that, yes, 
there's there's room for growth and like even if this goes south like my guess is these people are being bankrolled in some way you know what i mean either they have a lot of money or they're uh-huh. or, you know pan, you know again this guy could be 16 it could be his mom's money um <laughs> Or, you know, whatever, like they've got enough money. They got enough. They've got some runway is my guess. Got some Pro- capital. Yeah, yeah. More yeah. runway than they really deserve, you know, but they have it. Right. Uh-huh. So so you could for sure come in, be an organizational person who like literally just takes pictures, like basically learn some shit and pivot to somewhere else and be a, a better paid Velma for like other people you know what i mean like yeah yeah yeah. this is like managing e-commerce or maybe not e-commerce maybe it's just retail in which case if it is just retail if you're applying to this job you should introduce the idea of (laughs) e-commerce these dudes and also uh and take advantage of that so there is a chance it's going to be a chaos it's going to be chaos but it's chaos that you could uh bend in your favor is i guess the 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 where i'm siding with jt on do you think that this is i'll call this guy steve do you think this is steve's first like um business endeavor where he's the the head of the operation or do you think this is like his third or fourth crack at it i was gonna say third because i think he tried to do it all himself once bombed hard got a partner learned a lot but that kind of fizzled and now he's like i think i could do it again with my new knowledge that's where i think he's at here and look at that smile it doesn't seem like he's any worse for the wear it doesn't look like those earlier defeats have gotten to his heart at all no you're absolutely right there's no no forehead still the same yeah he's still the same steve I love that. He maintained his optimism. Um, mm-hmm. I was just trying to notice, like, it looked like there was like a ring on his finger, but I, I, it's difficult to tell. Could it is be that a band aid? It's a band aid. Is that a, <laughs> it could be a band aid. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, he's he's shit. taking some bumps. Yeah. 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 <laughs> how do you get um, cut there? What do you do to get cut? You fall on your, maybe if you're, on your skateboarding. Yeah. That could be, that could happen. Could be, what do you brand? think he was closing the garage or the storage thing and it, is like it hit his hand on the way right at the yeah. very end there, you know? I, I'm also going to say I do believe this person has, has had another drop, and it's mainly because of the shoes. These are like Sperry's, aren't they? These these seem huh. like nice nicer shoes. These are not Vans. They kind of like at first glance you think they're Vans, but these are a slightly nicer brand of shoe here. So, again, I think this guy's – I think again, I, I think kind of regardless, he thinks this is going to work. And even if it's tanking, you like, you know, people who who, who – like I think his posy vibes may destroy the business eventually, but either way, you're going to get an extra, whatever the timeline is, an extra three months out of just being there, you know, because mm-hmm. he thinks it's going to turn around. So again, I think for you, it might be a half decent situation. Mm-hmm. Do they let you smoke weed there? They got to. <laughs> I, yeah, I imagine maybe not in the shop, but probably out back. Mm-hmm. Maybe that he's probably on a smoke break now. Can in you come picture. in baked? Because I think he does. I think this dude might be. I think he might Edge. be ayahuasca only. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. He got yeah. that. Uh, he got that bandaid from punching a seagull while he was on a bad trip. <laughs> yeah, it was an imaginary seagull, but he got a real wound. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And that's how he knew <laughs> that he was going to go vegetarian. Um, <laughs> I had a boss who did ayahuasca and was vegetarian for two weeks. Um, <laughs> wow. And he was like, "I'll do fish." And then we had like a taco night, and he was like, "I'll do beef." Um, <laughs> Turns out you're still a mean person, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's it's that ayahuasca is not going to fix you. A 13 to 16 an hour. If you can argue for that 16, you got to. You really got to. Uh, mm-hmm. You got to push for that 16. If you can get there, then I think you got a fighting chance at making this work. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, not fuck this place. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with it. I don't know that they would hire me because I have not 
great vibes. We all know you who know? they would hire in this in this yeah, trilogy. Yeah, in this trilogy, yeah. I think John JT got the best vibes. I think in this <laughs> in this group, JT, you have the best vibes. You got the the best schwa de vive. What, dude? No, come on. <laughs> I think that's because of the spirit decor that you guys create on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, again, I, I would just say, you know, I I wouldn't pass them up, you know, especially if they came knocking on my door. I definitely wouldn't pass them up. No, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm kind of, I, right, I think great. I'm kind of in too. So just not fuck that place. Half decent job opportunity. This person could be a psychopath. There's only one way to find out. Okay. Post number two is promote political book. And there is <laughs> one image. A psychopath. There's one Bro. image. One image that begins the post. And it for sure, like I'm not, I'm not in any way familiar with like signs of the alt-right, um, but it doesn't look like um, this doesn't look like there's chill vibes here. There's a symbol and it's like a T like a, a, a times new Roman T, you know, with little uh, this, this is not a sans serif font. This is very serif here with oh. a with a with a, a line through it. One could even say a cross to some degree. I think mm. it's a Knights Templar vibe. You think so? Yeah, 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 yeah correct. Yeah. There's something nefarious. Yeah. And then there's a circle around it to you know, identify it as a logo. The color is a sort of uh, brick red um, or sort of drying blood, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the only yeah. picture. So, again, yeah. just sort of a glaring danger uh, yeah. right up front. I'm immediately weirded out by anyone who comes up with their own symbol that's not a nerd. You know, like yeah, yeah, I respect a nerd symbol absolutely. Like, yeah, like a if nerd. You've got a, you've got a symbol for your concept album, or yeah, like or your, Dungeons and Dragons kind of a guy. You come up with a symbol for your clan or whatever. I get that, but if you're not a total geek and you have your own symbol, it's pretty scary. Yeah, or a band or something. Yeah, get mm -hmm, out of here. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then the post begins. We are currently looking to do in-person marketing campaigns to promote our political book, Isolation Moderation. That is the name of the political book, not in italics. Um, but I believe that is or the quotes at all, right? Or quotes or anything at this time. Oh, they're going to get hammered in my English grammar class. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Your MLA skills are lacking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's your footnotes, dude? Uh, at this time, we are looking to hire a few quality people to help with this. So they said currently and at this time twice. So I get it. It's happening now. That's a job post. Your job will be to go to crowded places two to three times per week and make conversations with people about the book with the goal of driving sales. You will be paid a fixed daily rate for your time. And if you prove to get good results, we will offer commission and bonus payments as well. Uh, okay. Sales experience is not required for this job. Honestly, you might want to make it. Anyway, we want people who are passionate about the ideas. There we go. <laughs> that we are sharing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Passionate people will outperform good sales professionals anytime. I'll agree. Uh, I agree, I'll agree yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah, everybody who stormed the Capitol was a passionate per person. They weren't all, <laughs> we were, they were not all good sales professionals. Um, they outperformed you, expectations too. <laughs> they really performed. I mean, I would say they outperformed some people's expectations. And I would say mm -hmm. other people, they met those expectations exactly what was expected. Um, you will be provided with training and marketing materials in order to help you succeed. 
we will try to go as a group in order to create a supportive community. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Okay, please respond to this post if you're interested in this opportunity. Provide information about yourself, including contact information. Before we, a hiring decision will be made, you will need to first read the book. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Isolation moderation to see if you want to promote this. <laughs> And then thank yeah. you for your consideration. That's the post. Again, there's no actual pay, you know, ex explicit. It uh -huh. just says uh, daily rate plus commission and bonuses. So that could be really uh -huh. anything. And that, as far as I remember, that commissions and bonuses is contingent on you doing well, right? Indeed it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. it's not yeah. like something you get right off top. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is super, has undertones of something way darker that mm -hmm. like, uh, they're like, hey, well, whatever we're talking about, we can't post about it. We literally are at the point where we have to walk up to people and tell them about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is like division three Scientology, it feels like. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I really like the, the logo is so ominous, just totally bad vibes there. Uh -huh. But then I have no idea what to think like i can't extrapolate it all from the name of the political book what correct is, isolation moderation you're absolutely is. right yeah. i think it's yeah. designed to be that way like, I, I think that you know again you're gonna have to read the book and you're gonna realize there's some bad shit in it and mm. then but the but the title is like you know the the premise even the premise is gonna be like um what's the word just sort of a, a little innocuous you know like right. it's well this Vague. is about indiv individual freedom you know that it's not good to be alone and then the and it's like oh yeah of course yeah i don't want to be that's being alone is bad and then like the f the actual book is like you don't want to be alone you want to be in a pod that all murders each other every 30 days you know yeah. <laughs> and the, uh, and like isolated. the and like the winner and the mm, winner right. takes all and moves on to the next pod you know what i mean mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. dude that was a good pitch i'm in Thank you. <laughs> I'll join up yeah. with these people. I'm so that's why I think I think that there's going to be a gentleness to uh, <laughs> to the to the to the title, the byline, even back of the book, you know. But then you start cracking those pages <laughs> open, and bad stuff, real bad stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I uh, I think that these people are going to immediately pitch to you that. Um, you got to get off your phone. That tech is bad. That we're Definitely. all being consumed, which is all one hundred percent true. And you're like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. You're right. And then it's like, and then just three weeks later, you're in like camo pants out in the woods with like thirty other dudes, and you're like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, right. my sales were going so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I also just think that uh, this post is designed that you have to really want this job. Because there's nothing enticing about it. Nothing. Like there's nothing. They don't. You don't know what it's about. You don't know like how much you're getting paid. Mm -hmm. You have to really want this so that ultimately, when they ask you to commit some kind of a crime and you're arrested, they <laughs> it's hard to follow. The cops can't follow back to them because there's. It just looks like you wanted this, bud, this whole time. Mm -hmm. Why did you go out of your way to apply to weird letter that's not a real letter? Mr. T is my guess. Yeah. Yeah. And Mr. T with a mustache. Or Senor T, sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what kind of person would this ad appeal to? I'm, ha I'm having yeah. trouble figuring out like who's going to read this and be like, yeah, this this speaks to me and what I'm looking for. I um, mean, again, this is a, you know, it's essentially, it's a, it, the truth is it's a canvassing position. You know what I mean? It's just like, mm -hmm. it's literally the same thing as all the other canvassing jobs. Um, but yeah, I would say this appeals to a person who... <laughs> who obviously is picking up what they're putting down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah. they're like, I bet you there's some, 
there's some fucking fucked up shit in this. Although, really quick, what, what blows my mind is there's still not enough, even if let's say this is like a Jordan Peterson level um, uh, 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 alt right sort of thing, where it's sort of like um, individual promises. Also, trans people don't exist. You know, like it's like, oh yeah, like yeah, I keep my promises, clean my room, and then just like people deserve to die or whatever. Um, <laughs> they haven't even laid enough of those um, nuggets in. You know, so I hear mm. you, JT, on the sense that like, like who are they trying to hook? Because it's obvious that there's a language here, but there isn't even enough of it to like really again yeah. it's obviously some it's gotta be some like oa like what's that america one american news network shit like it's obviously like we're past fox news at this point like we're we're, we're diving deep whoever this person is this person is not here to talk about like global warming you know <laughs> like uh -huh. those people just yeah. say that uh -huh. we need we need like two sentences like do you feel trapped by contemporary culture and technology do you feel like your masculinity has been taken from you absolutely and then, and then uh, if it had that i'd be like okay like yeah <laughs> yeah we, yeah. we know yeah. where we're trying to get here uh -huh. yeah dude i'm feeling like a puss i need a, <laughs> and a group of homies to kind of boost me up and if that means you know we end up in some dark places so be it i'll take it for the bonding yeah. <laughs> absolutely Absolutely. You know, but yeah, again, there's, there's not, yeah, there's not, there's no meat here. So that's why, that's why, that's why it must be that it's, mm. they don't even like, again, for the, for the selling the book, maybe, but for you, you're going to read the book and it's got to be like, we are trying to bring about the end of days. Yeah. 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 It's going to, it's going to be like, Oh goal. yeah. Chill vibes. And then the very first guy you meet is going to have this symbol tattooed on his knuckle, like and on his ponytail. finger, you know, like, like you're, and you're gonna be like, oh, this is like Simpsons stone cutters kind of shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he's like, help me in the kitchen. We're crushing up these pills and putting it into the soup that we're making. For <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, yeah, I mean, that's what I gotta do. Yeah. You yeah. like leeks? I grew them yeah. myself. Mm -hmm. He's just like grinding it up. He's like, so where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really down. I'm, I swear to you, I'm down to do a book club with you guys and read this book. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna say i'm gonna say no just because i don't want to i don't here's the thing this guy is gonna want to talk to you uh -huh. you know yeah, 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 yeah. and i i don't I, I really don't care what he has to say you know <laughs> uh -huh. like i just don't want to hear him talk where it's gonna be long phone calls he's gonna teach me about sales you know and he's never sold a book in, in front of the Apple store in his life, but he's going to be like, you know, it's all about passion. It's all about drive. And I don't want to, I've already received sales lectures from people who were like probably better at sales than I was, but I didn't like it then. So I definitely don't want to do it for this 91 page book. <laughs> so I'm going to say I'm out. Yeah. I'm going to say I'm out just because I feel like I would get arrested. Like it's <laughs> like at some point I'm going to get arrested for this. And yeah. they're going to be like, well, what even is this symbol on the front? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe his middle initial is F and it's TF. I don't know. And then bam, I'm in jail. Yeah. No idea what's going on here. Uh, I think I'm going to say yes for a very specific personality flaw that I have. I love when um, people I'm talking to like uh, think I'm ignorant. And I think this guy <laughs> would really like just think I'm a dummy and it would really <laughs> And then I would get a lot of pleasure out of making him like me after that. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, so you, you've got personal reasons to do this. Yeah. I just Fair. feel like he's, he's a tough one to get on, on board. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I do really love, I do love when a person thinks they have full license to say whatever they want, 
you know, like I love driver's ed, you know, because the driver's ed teacher, they're God, you know, for that whole time. Yes. So if they want to talk stories about how, you know, people underestimate how dangerous the rain is, you know, like I'm, I'm ready. So yeah. I, I hear you on that. I just don't want to hear what this guy has to say in that specific regard, but I understand. Um, I understand that, that itch. <laughs> Dude, my driving instructor, we went for like an hour drive. He used to be in the military and he's like, Hey, you want to go by like the old military base at El Toro that they shut down? I was like, absolutely. dude." <laughs> he over there, he's like, yeah, I lived there with my wife right before we split. I was like, I don't know. It was, it was really nice to just, uh, yeah, like a tour of his heartbreak. Yeah, exactly. It's like that episode of Pete and Pete where that bus driver. Do you guys remember this on Nickelodeon that show Pete and Pete? I remember Pete a, and Pete. What, what episode there was then? a there. I think it was one of the first episodes. The uh, the young Pete got stuck on a bus because the dry the there were two bus drivers that broke up, <laughs> and the 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 guy bus driver was giving the kids a tour of his relationship with the other bus driver. <laughs> and so he just, he just continually drove around town and been like, this is where we first met. Anyway, he <laughs> got off the bus. Yeah. It was totally like that. Exactly. All right. Well, Dude, Pete and Pete was a good show. It was a great show. Um, fuck some of those places, but other yeah, places yeah. maybe. What's up everybody. What's going on guys. Wanted to remind you that you can text the podcast anytime you want. Night or day, whenever the hell you want. It's fine. It's uh, the number is four seven zero bad jobs. The actual numbers are four seven zero two two three five six two seven. That's the number. So yeah, anytime you want. Like I said, middle of the night, whenever. We don't got jobs right now. Whatever's going on with you is going on with us. I mean, absolutely. Maybe you maybe you still have a job and it's like shitty. You can tell us about that. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you don't have a job and it was and it was shitty before. Maybe you're getting one of those weird like uh, temperature forehead checks right now. For and sure. You want to pull out your phone and just say, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm going to text 470 bad jobs. 470-223-5627 is the number. Uh, that is the number. And you can also call us uh, if you want, but I mean, whatever. It's, it's your choice. That's the point here. JT, what's the first job you ever had? Um, dude, I was like pretty spoiled. So I didn't work until I was like, I faked a job when I was 18. I, uh, I told my dad I worked as a, at the Marriott as a pool boy and I just borrowed my friend's uniform and just leave every day in it. <laughs> and then just go work out and go to the beach. One time my dad came in to visit me and I like faked it. I was like, and there was a girl in like the rental shack and I was like, hey, can I like pretend like I'm in here with you? And she was like, oh, that's kind of fun and exciting to do it. But then like, I think one of the valet guys was like into her. And so he came over and said, hey, bro, you can't be here. You're going to get her in trouble. And it was literally as my dad was pulling up and I was like so mad at the guy. I was like, just stay out of it, dude. It has nothing to do with you. And he's like, no, you can't do this. And as I was walking out, my dad pulled up and I was like, hey, I'm on break. Let's go to Subway. And he didn't find out till like years later, which was not <laughs> Wait, wait, hold up. Wait, back yeah, up. Yeah, back yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So like, so he was, your dad was pressuring you to get a job and yeah. you're you're 18, you said? I was 18, yeah. Okay. And so he was like, you got to get a job. And then so you just were like, um, you just picked a place. And instead of applying, you just said you worked there. I think I did end up applying and I had some friends who actually worked there and I just never oh, okay. went all the way through with it and actually got a job there. Uh -huh, like, uh -huh. I think I thought at the beginning of summer that I would work there. And then at a certain point I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. And uh -huh, then uh -huh. I just kind of pretended for a month or two. Like you did like the, like a uh, joker or like he pretends he has that girlfriend, exactly. <laughs> like, but, but you did it yeah. with, the, with your job. <laughs> yeah. I was a little bit more memories. Was, yeah. <laughs> I would make up stories though. When I got home, I was like, Oh, my manager, uh, Steve, it's the only name I can ever make up. <laughs> <laughs> I 
was like, he's a dick. What about your what about your co-worker Steve? Wasn't he wasn't he a dick <laughs> yeah. last week? But I was like, why is everyone there named Steve? I was like, it's crazy. They just hired a lot of <laughs> yeah. Steve's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of Steve Town. It's their policy. Uh, so um <laughs> so, but then, so you'd put you put the pool boy uniform on and you just leave and you just do whatever. You just for eight hours, live. six hours, yeah. Yeah, I'd go to the gym and then go to the beach and that took up all the and then go to Wahoo's fish tacos and that that was a whole day. <laughs> Uh-huh. Man, dude, back. that Man, sounds like a great opposite. job. That's a great job. Not only is this a great job, but yeah. like this is also the exact opposite of like you know the trope of like the man in his 50s who's lost his job at like a at like a, <laughs> yeah. he was like a, a clerk at something and he just uh-huh. can't bear to tell his wife and his children like his kid wants to go to like Yale or something you know uh-huh. and like at the end eventually someone finds out or like drives off a cliff or whatever but this is like just the absolute most fun version of that you can possibly construct uh-huh. Uh-huh. the stakes were a lot lower and the disappointment <laughs> yeah. wasn't as um crushing yeah but uh-huh. um but I, and I think I waited till I'd actually had a few jobs before I confessed to my dad that it was all a, a ruse or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so so what, what did you, I'm sorry, but what did you tell him? And then how, how did that all play out when you were finally like, Hey, now that I actually have a job, you should know I've never had a job. Well, so first my friend's dad almost outed me. Cause we were like all getting on a plane together. And he was this, he's this Scottish guy. He's like, oh, JT, I'm going to tell your fucking dad that you never had a fucking job. Like, Don't you <laughs> Wait, I was like, don't do it. I was like, you better not fucking do it, Finley. And he's like, oh, I'm going to fucking do it because he's kind of a madman. He's like, I just want to see your fucking dad's face when he finds out you never had a fucking job. And Dude, then I was Finley like, is so intense. Yeah, he was He was like former special forces and Finley. Like, uh-huh. In, uh-huh. In, in interrogation. Yeah, he was. He was. He had that level of, it's really, he was, he's an intense guy. And then his son was there and I was like, I was like, I was like, Ross, you know, I know so many secrets about you. I was like, if you, if your dad does this, I'm blowing you up, bro. Right. I am blowing oh, you up. Fuck. And then, and then Ross like looked in my eyes and I was like, I'm sure I was like, I was so like at a, uh-huh. at an 11. I was like, I'm doing, I'm serious, dude. And then he was like, dad, just cool it. And then I was like, oh, okay. We're okay. Whoa. And, this is, this is intense. This is, yeah, so, I love you guys getting on a plane. This- you guys getting on a plane. Yeah. We're getting, we're all going to Cabo together. And then. <laughs> <laughs> And then Finley, I remember Finley, I was like, I was like, I know so much shit you don't know, Finley. And Finley was like, he was like, I know everything. I know everything. Uh-huh. And I was like, you think you know everything. I was like, you don't know shit. I was like, I was like, I was like I'll blow this whole trip up. You know, I was like, don't you say a word. To my-. It was like this weird. And then it was we- like two people just holding grenades. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mutually assured destruction. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, uh-huh. we're, we're going to ruin this trip for everybody. And then it, it cooler heads prevailed and we just what, moved on. Why? And Finley just wanted to do that to fuck with you. How did Finley find out that you didn't actually have that job? I think one time we were joking around with him about it. He like just loved Ross probably told him because it was funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, it's pretty funny. And and then we were like, and I was like, it is funny and we can laugh about it. I was like, but I hadn't had it gotten a real job by this point. And like one of the few things I could tell my dad, because I like failed out of school too. I was just such a idiot. <laughs> one of the few things I could be I was like, but dad, I had that job one time. So if I would have <laughs> if I would have lost anchor for a long yeah, time. If I would have lost uh-huh. that, like I don't know, yeah. my, my dad might have stopped talking to me. So I was like <laughs> I was like, it's not the time to tell him. But then after I'd had a few jobs, I finally was like, hey, dad, remember that? We were at dinner one time and we were all telling funny, embarrassing stories. And I was just like, okay, now's the moment. And yeah. then I told him. And he was just like, you son of a bitch. But he left. He wasn't yeah, on that. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I never got my paycheck. And he'd always be like, when are you going to go back to the Marriott and get your fucking paycheck? And right. I, was like, I was like, soon, dad. He's like, and he'd always bring it up. He's like, you're such an idiot. You had that job. You never even picked up your paycheck. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm an idiot. Yeah. And then... uh <laughs> 
And you then, just yeah. took it for years. Yeah. Just, yeah. It was just like, this is better than him thinking I never had the job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. So, so how long did you pretend to work there? You said like a month or two, just for okay. basically summer. So yeah. when he, when he's talking about that paycheck, you mean like your final paycheck or whatever? Just yeah. Any like, paycheck. Okay. Okay. Just any paycheck. And then my friend Joe faked a job there and he actually like did the whole, he like faked a paycheck. He like photocopied and stuff, but I didn't have the wherewithal to even do those extra steps. How, yeah. how, what, what, what is the ratio at the Marriott of employees to people pretending they work there? That <laughs> summer, it was about 50 50. 50 50? Like nine of us were like, okay. <laughs> but that's, but that's, that's good. That's, I mean, like you, if you look, if you're doing that by yourself, that's like trying to rob a bank by yourself. That's going to be fucking hard. You got a team. You guys can like work with each other, you bounce each other increase those odds of success. You got your driver. You got your like marksman. You got your tactical yeah, you got the, you guy. Got the, yeah, uh -huh. the tech guy. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. We had all the van just being like, though. I can't do it. Mm -hmm. There's the one guy that's like kind of sensitive. Like he's like, there's a guy yelling at all the hostages, but another guy going like, hey, it'll be okay. Don't worry. You know, chill. chill, yeah, yeah. chill right. Chill. Yeah. There's the guy who like likes to kill the hostages, you know? Yeah. 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 Put yeah. Him on yeah. A leash. Uh -huh. Hey, you looking at me? Yeah. Are yeah. You yeah. Like, hey, cool out. Yeah. Cool yeah. Out, yeah. Wang cool out, cool that's out. the guy's name in heat. Wang yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's you guys. That's, but the, guy, the, that's the guy who Marriott. comes back into the neighborhood and like tears his Marriott shirt off every time. You're like, dude, we gotta, we need, it's hard to get these shirts. Low yeah. profile too. Low profile. He'd be at bars, yeah. being like, "We faked our jobs." I'm like, "Keep your mouth shut." <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Um, yeah, it's like it's like Goodfellas in that way. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So you did that for a couple months, and then you like went. You like. I guess my question is, how did you get out of the fake job and into whatever else you did after that? Would you get another another fake job or another real job? No, or then like I, then I moved to Costa Rica to teach English, but I, I barely did that too. That was, mm -hmm. I guess, you could call that a job. And then because like. You didn't have to pay much because you were teaching. Right. But I, mm -hmm. I showed up to work like 10 days out of 80, I think. Okay. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I was supposed to be teaching kindergartners English. And <laughs> okay. I just I just couldn't work up the energy to do it. Yeah. Were, I mean, it is a high energy job. Yeah. When yeah, I yeah. showed up, when I showed up, I was really good. I love <laughs> I love I love working with kids. It was really fun. Mm -hmm. I think I had good energy, but I just at a certain point I was like I don't think I'm gonna be able to teach these kids very much and I just not not uh -huh. through any fault of their own just mine yeah oh but then one time so I started doing more sports stuff like like helping out with like uh organizing PE and stuff for the kids yeah and they were like 13 year olds and we were in this kind of like a uh at this like all boys school and the kids were getting super unruly these like 12 and 13 year olds and mm -hmm. I was I was on steroids at the time I was pretty yoked uh -huh. and so they were all making fun of me for being like a meathead mm -hmm. and they all started like throwing balls at me and like mm -hmm. they was just complete mayhem like the the, the, the the inmates were running the asylum and then mm -hmm. um that's probably not a sensitive thing to say I don't mean like that but like they were uh -huh. all the kids it was a started, mutiny like, of sorts yeah uh -huh. there's mutiny and the kids were and then so finally I, I I was so immature I took one of like the hard rubber not that hard but like one of those rubber balls that has some some uh like weird kind of textured to it you know it like hurts when you even hit your hands with it oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And it's got I, a little skin on it like a little yeah, yeah i know what you mean yeah. exactly it's kind of like gravelly almost and uh -huh. then one of the kids who was being like the meanest little fucker uh -huh. who just kept like chucking him at me and was kind of getting everybody fired up mm -hmm. he was like not looking or something and i just ran up to him and i did like a full what's that kind of hop you do you know when you're gonna throw something hard uh -huh. like a like yeah like, like a, a mar like a like a super like a, smash like a, brothers like a <laughs> Sort of yeah, like, like a big one hop. I, yeah, uh -huh, yeah. Uh -huh. I did a big one hop, and he turned around. Like he's using like cartoon powers. Like yeah, just charging up. Like yeah. Like, like if Goku. you looked at the ball, there was like a little telekinetic force yeah, behind yeah, it. Like yeah, a, like a Hadouken. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I just went whack, uh -huh. and I threw the ball off his face, and he literally like 
Uh-huh. <laughs> and like you, on you him. killed him. I, I, I thought, I thought for it, and dude, I felt so good afterwards. Just like uh-huh. I was like, <gasps> and yeah, I just, yeah. I breathed out all this frustration. And when I turned to the right, the principal was just standing there, <laughs> yeah, of course. And he was just uh-huh. like, "What?" He was happening? like, he was like, "Did you use your steroid strength <laughs> to murder that twelve-year-old with a dumbbell?" Like, 30 year old veteran of just teaching kids who had uh-huh. you know, seen everything and really knew how to keep a cool head. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just looked at me. He wasn't even like, he wasn't like you're fired. He just looked at me and he was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. He was like, yeah. why, why has it devolved to this point? And I just looked at him. I was like, I, you know, it kind of scared uh-huh. me. Like it, it uh-huh. knocked me out of my psychotic break. And I was like, Oh, hey, you know, they're, they're, they're just messing around. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. They're carrying so, him off in like a small gurney. Yeah. <laughs> His face was like permanently smushed. Um, <laughs> he was like two dimensional after that. Okay. So again, I just kind of want to go through the details of this. Yeah, so like, yeah, you're, you're just, yeah. you're just, you've left the Costa Rican kids at this point. And so now you're working this where well, you're working more kids and you're, and you're doing this. And are they just, are they just like in the way that like, I, as a kid, I remember like little kids, if there was like a, uh, a male yard duty all the boys just like to bust his balls because he, yeah. was, he was like an older brother thing so they kind of wanted they take shots at you and so was it just like a playful scenario like yes. that but then it just got too intense and you're on these roids and you're fucking ready and, you know and, you're not taking it and and i want to i want to say one thing too i don't think it was the roids i think okay, I, okay. a lot because a lot of people talk about roid rage uh-huh. and i will say actually i think steroids m- made me less aggressive at times because i felt so good about my physique i was just kind of feeling good really I, say, I think the reason people think that guys who do steroids have roid rage is because what kind of guy does steroids a Absolutely. guy who wants to be big sure. yeah so uh-huh. it's like i did steroids partially because i wanted to be like intimidating because i wanted to like beat people up a little bit i was just sure. asking uh-huh. Yeah. So I think that's more what roid rage is, yeah. is that like the kind of person who would do roids is the kind of person who had already. Uh, yeah, that, that sounds like a sort of full yeah, ownership yeah. of the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I think I think that makes a lot of sense. I was just more attributing- and cocaine too. Like people blame cocaine. I was just more so attributing it to like the knee jerk reaction of like. Oh, yeah. Of Sorry, like, yeah. N- now I will end you. You know, yeah. like, and so, but, but so, but so like, but the point is they're, they're just gnawing at you. They're just throwing balls at you and they're taking shots at you verbally. And you're like, look, I have to, I have to sun you now. 100%. I just, I wasn't mature enough to, to see what you're saying. And like, to just be like, oh, this is what kids do. They kind of test boundaries and you yeah. have to kind of model like, uh, like boundaries for them and show them like what's appropriate. We're and stopping this now. Like, you yeah. Go and over then, there mm-hmm. you go over there. Yeah. yeah. And you can't be like, and I just went like might is right. And I was like, uh-huh. okay, like uh-huh. you guys want to get physical. Well, yeah. let's see what happens when I get physical. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. that's probably not. If, if most teachers thought that way, I don't know if, you know, education. Thanos to them. Yeah, yeah. You really like the first time the Avengers fought Thanos, like that's who you were in that moment. You <laughs> just they ended them. Like you don't even Dude, understand you put, what I'm made of. That uh, when that dodgeball hit my hand, it was like the fifth infinity stone. Yeah. <laughs> and I just felt the surge of power. Uh-huh. And I felt like, uh-huh. you know, just infinite gods who just infused yeah. my body with all their power. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. okay. Uh-huh. And then yeah. And then and I just unleashed all it. that into a grill. And he and that kid was like, Yeah, I got some graham crackers for lunch. Kablam! And that was just the <laughs> end of his life. And then like his eye was like a little further back forever because of it. Everything went back a little bit. And he was he was cocky, you know. He'd uh-huh. been, he'd been 
cruising through junior high thinking he was the toughest kid on the block. He was Little a JT know. in the making, some would, some would say. For mm. sure. He's probably out there hucking dodgeballs at kids right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how you get hair on your chest is what he's telling them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've thought about reaching out and making amends to the kid and be like, hey, man, I'm sorry I chucked that, that ball off your grill. Mm. But then I know he'd say some smart ass back. Absolutely. hundred percent. Or, or he'd like, he would like act like he forgot, you know, like something <laughs> shitty. Oh, he'd I didn't like, feel that. You oh, I guess. tapped that ball off my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, was that you? Oh yeah. 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 I thought, oh, I thought that happened to one of the girls. The one of the girls threw the ball at me. <laughs> you know, and, and, and then now you're flying to Costa Rica. Yeah. Again. Yeah. yeah. Or now yeah. you're back on the roids just to be yeah. sure. <laughs> He's come to see this guy in six months. Yeah. Smash cut to me coming off the airplane, just freaking gigantic. <laughs> just, just like two giant suitcases full of dodgeballs. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so uh, I mean, we've been we've been centering around the vortex of this moment, but I'm a little bit curious how you transition into. You know what I'm gonna do. I've just got done lying about being a pool boy. You know, it's going to work for me is teaching children in Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. Where I think, did that I like, did you run it? Do you know someone who was doing it? Like, how did you even get that job? Just, I think I was, I was like barely graduated high school, like yep. by the skin of my teeth. I remember mm. like, I was like, negotiating with like my religion teacher like on graduation day and she was oh, like you no. promise you'll do like your community service hours that you own i was like i swear to god i was like just let me graduate <laughs> just give me a diploma please yeah, yeah. between and me she, you and the big man i'll do it yeah <laughs> and then she was like she probably knew i wasn't gonna do it. and she's like okay fine and then i was like okay thank you I got you. because <laughs> and then i think i didn't want to go to junior college because I just thought I would just keep failing, which I inevitably did go back to junior college and I did fail for like a couple more years there. Uh -huh. And then even my, I tell this story too, my dad was gonna, my dad was like on the board of my high school and he was like, hey, like it was like a Catholic high school. This is like classic, just rich douchebag stuff. But like my yeah. dad was like, hey, like I can get you into like Loyola Marymount if you get like decent grades in junior college. But I got two C's and three F's. <laughs> and my dad was like, my dad was like, we can't even... <laughs> They won't, no one will accept you. They won't even accept you for another year at this junior college. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I can't even keep you in the junior college. You're just too dumb. <laughs> and then I think that's literally when my dad was like, why don't you go like study movies or comedy or something? And I was like, yeah, okay. And then, uh, <laughs> but I, uh, yeah. So I just wanted to, I, I kind of was like, I just wanted to like help people. I was like, I was like, I want to do something like good for people. So I just <laughs> looked up options and I was like, all right, I'll go teach. I'll go teach kids. That sounds cool. So I just found a program that did that. And it was mostly for like British guys who were doing their gap year. So mm. I lived with uh -huh. like, cause I guess over there it's like customary to like not lived with a bunch of lads. Yeah. Uh -huh. And they, and they uh -huh. told me that my, my, you know, full name's John Thomas. And I guess that's what they all call their dicks over there. Uh, <laughs> my parents had no idea. Yeah, and of course. I think. And then, yeah. And then, so I just was like, Oh, it'd be nice to help people. I was like, I, I think I was like very like, uh, I was a very like Holden Caulfieldy back then. Like I was always like, people are so phony. Like I got to be authentic. I got to like help people. And then I went over there, and of course, I barely helped. Yeah, um, <laughs> you like, hurt a child. I, yeah, I like literally hurt a kid and walked around my stage just eating chicken and like going to movies. like, was it like a term that you served? Like, was it like a school year, or did they kick you out because you didn't show up, or like, what? no, or they or because you killed that kid? They weren't that hard on you about any of that stuff. You know mm. what I mean? It was pretty loosey goosey. Um, I no, I just did a semester there. So I just did like a three month term or something. Got it, got it, got it. And then I came back to junior college, failed all that. And then I went and studied, uh, 
I went to New York Film Academy, like the worst film school in America. And just, but actually, I had a really good teacher and I really enjoyed it. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> just because I was always big into like film and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what a journey. Okay. Yeah, it's so, been great. so, okay. So that, that is the, that's like phase the, one. Yeah. Phase one. That is the, your first job, including the job you pretended to have. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> so JT, what is the worst job you've ever had? job oh man i was a so i I worked on like film sets for a while being like a pa and stuff like that and Uh i was a it wasn't the worst job but it was a job that i was the worst at which made it the worst job i uh i i I went from pa and then i started working on locations and uh i guess for your listeners like maybe they don't know like locations is like you find the places that they're going to film tv or movie scenes in Mm -hmm. and then you work out deals with the owners for how long you're going to be there and how many people are going to be there and all the parameters of the shoot. And then you just get them to sign documentation that lets you do it. And then the last part is you create maps for everybody because you shoot in different places over the day. So you literally right. send, you create a physical map that everybody can follow. Right, so like, for instance, it could be like someone's ranch or whatever. And it's like, okay, we're going to be shooting at the barn. We're going to be shooting like over in this field. We're going to be shooting up at this, like this, like road or whatever. And you, exactly. make, you make the maps for that. Yeah, and this is where you park for the first part. This is where you park for the second part. This is where like the closest hospital is, and and um, and you just kind of give everybody the logistics for that stuff. And it's 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 totally antiquated to have to make the map because um, everyone has you know Google Maps on their phone now. Correct. Yeah. But but you know people are suckers for like uh, how things work in the past. Keep doing it that way. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I had to, I, and I was hor- so I did all my locations jobs at this like cool alt comedy company, and then um, I don't know why I put quotes up. It was really cool. And then, um, <laughs> and, and, and I really enjoyed working there. And then, uh, I don't know, or maybe I was doing that to alt. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, good question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, and then uh, I was, so I was doing that and it was kind of, you didn't have to be, everyone knew me there. So I didn't have to like work at like an industry standard to mm-hmm. keep my job. I just had to like put in max effort and be like easy to get along with and, yeah. and do what my boss has said. Mm-hmm. But then after that, I got recommended to do, to be locations on a Christian movie just for like some reshoots that they had to do. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if this is all like super like- uh, No, no, carry on. Inside no, no, baseball. No, 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 no. And then, so I was like, oh yeah, I'd love to, I want to try a different company. I want to like spread my wings and see if I can do this other places. Dude, all my weaknesses came out so hardcore. <laughs> and, and the thing is I present well when I first meet someone at a job, like I'm very good at like the interview process. You're so I was like, yeah, they're like, hey, this guy's going to be good. And I'm like, you know, I'll pick up your phone and I can do like the jargon and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And then and then they were like, this guy's going to be really good. And then when we actually had to shoot for those couple of days, like I would just get emails every day being like, hey, your maps are substandard. No one can tell where they're going. <laughs> and I'm like CC'd with like 30 people on here. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, that's the worst part about working jobs like that is that you get, you have to do emails with like everybody having visibility on it and mm-hmm. you just feel so self-conscious. And and yeah, they would just tell me every day that because when I first started my locations job, I had a girlfriend who was good at graphics and she would do all my maps for me. And then, <laughs> okay. and then we broke up. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly it's, it's suddenly it's just hand drawn maps that John yeah. on napkins. Uh, is this macaroni? Is it <laughs> yeah. macaroni art? I just took her like map template and I just kept like layering over it. But it, right. it was like clear that it wasn't like always meant to be the mm-hmm. map that I was using it for. Yeah, it's because it's not the same place. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I just compensated by just doing a ton of Adderall. Mm. And uh, <laughs> and I remember I did so much <laughs> that people were having a hard time like 
looking at my face. <laughs> like I just was so yacked out. I was like, cause I just knew I was doing such a bad job. Like I, I was just fucking stuff up left and right. Like, like we were shooting outside of like a CVS and we didn't have permission and they were going to boot us. And I had to like beg them to let us stay. And, mm. and like our trucks didn't fit. I had like the wrong metrics for that. And then I just was on set. I was just like, <laughs> and then I remember one of the guys was like, Hey man, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, your face is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> uncomfortable. And I was like a pariah on set because I was so bad at my job. No one wanted to talk to me or hang out with me. Yeah, so like, everyone, this kid's going to just rub off on you. Yeah, and they were just like, fuck this guy, he sucks. And yeah. so everyone kind of was off in their own little pods and I just remember I was alone. And even like super basic stuff, like you get reimbursed for your mileage. Mm-hmm. I, I always just had my friend at the old company do my mileage sheets for me. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> And then so they gave it, it's so basic to do your mileage. Like this is something, you know, PA learns day one. Mm. I, I got my mileage and I was there for like an hour trying to figure it out, like texting buddies I had worked with. And I was like, how do I do my mileage? And they just kept being like, hey, where's your mileage sheet? Where's your mileage sheet? And I was like, I, I, I don't know. And then I, I feel like I'm really coming across like an idiot on this podcast. And then I was <laughs> just, just on like, this job. No yeah. Way, no and way. then I was like, uh, and then I finally got it back to him. But that was, and then, oh, and then I got, I was in the bathroom and I was super nervous. And I had the, my phone in my hand and I was so yucked out. I dropped my phone into the toilet mm-hmm. and it broke. And which is bad. And so so I didn't bad. have a, yeah. And you're on set. Like people are calling uh-huh. you all the time. And yeah. I just, I just didn't have a phone for the last half of the day. And, <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but you know what? I got through it. And that was the last time I ever worked locations. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I'm So, so you, you went from being like great interview, like maps are solid to mm-hmm. like no one talked to that guy he's on drugs yeah it was like it was i think it was like a three-day shoot and yeah by day <laughs> like the what is the the bloom was off the plume was off the rose or whatever they say yeah like mm-hmm. i was i went from being like hey who's this young buckaroo like you know i'd come on set i was like hey everyone thinks i'm cool i'm hey, kind of like yeah i kind of know what's going on and by day three everyone was like hey we're all gonna go get beers hey it was good to meet you man and yeah. then, uh-huh. I was like, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was it was pretty. You're just like in the gutter, like <laughs> just like completely, <laughs> just completely yeah, passed just out. So you you went through a, you went through a breakup <laughs> in the three days, or this was uh, no, we broke up like when I was still working at the other company. Mm. And okay, so okay, so they okay that that paints a better picture. Like okay, okay, so it's not it's a nasty fall, but it's not. That. No, it wasn't as precipitous as I. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah, more yeah. of like it was a little more gradual. But uh-huh. it was just I was working at a company where my weaknesses weren't as glaringly obvious to everyone because I kind of had worked there for <laughs> yeah. so long. I knew how to just get by. Like yeah. I understood like the culture there well enough right. to kind of mm-hmm. make it work. And then, but when I when I had to go to a new place where I didn't have any of that like existing, you had no uh, mm-hmm. what's the word like capital like cultural yeah. capital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I didn't know like how to even contribute i didn't know how like my skills could help at all so uh, everything they needed was the stuff i couldn't do yeah. and it just was <laughs> it was so painful yeah, yeah and that's it's because you got a good heart john you got a good heart oh thank you man i appreciate it's, that that's i think that's what comes through is it, it's just like your your effort is always 11 like your willingness to be Absolutely. down is always 11 the adderall is always yeah, 11. yeah you know it's just yeah, so, but it's like <laughs> so it's like you you're even diving into things where you don't have the skill set for it because you're just you're yeah, just they can fucking tell you down. care problem is uh-huh. you just cannot do the thing they asked you to do <laughs> 
I would tell my boss, I'd be like on Adderall. And yeah, it does help you kick down some doors if you want to have that energy. And I, uh-huh. I feel really, but also made me like suicidal later. So yeah, I, I was going to say, there's a, uh, a, a downside. Yeah, it, it, you, you burn fast, but you, you blow up pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you burn bright, but it blows up pretty fast. Yeah. And then I, but yeah, I would just go up to my boss and he'd be like, hey, like those gardeners, can you get them to turn off their leaf blower? Like that's like a classic sound. And I'd be like, I would fucking love to do that same. I'll be right back. And I would just run over there and I'd be like, hey, what's going on, guys? Can we? And I, I was good at that stuff. Okay. But yeah, I couldn't, anything with email, I was like, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> which is a lot of that job i mean that's yeah, it's most of it so i think so many jobs you can like move up the ranks by just being an effective emailer by having like a good uh-huh. uh, agreed just responding mm. quickly and mm. knowing like how to like how much information to put in there knowing like uh-huh. how to pass the buck to another department absolutely knowing like what's like the kind of confident tone that you need in those things absolutely putting date dates and times in bold you know yeah like that yeah, just even the way you set it up and make it the look The format. Great. Oh, love a good-looking email. That's even – I heard Tony Gilroy talk about writing scripts, and everyone – like his – he was like on Brian Cobham's podcast, and they were like, Tony, your scripts look the prettiest. Like the way he does like uh, like scene to like dialogue and all that uh-huh. stuff, it always just looks right on the page in terms of how mm. it fits. And I, just, I have none of that. I'm like, I got no flair for that shit. <laughs> none. <laughs> so then that shoot was over and then you just did you go back to the cool thing or did, like what how do you, you just a drifter at this point like just in the no, wind so, hitch, hitching trains no so that you kind of but like uh i just started i just kept doing the adderall and i stopped <laughs> working for a while i was just living off my parents but then i was i started watching a ton of webcam porn and okay, i already uh-huh. had a i already had a porn problem and then mm-hmm. it uh it really eroded my brain and i genuinely did get uh like to a point where I was suicidal and then yeah. my parents had cut me off. Cause I was, they, mm-hmm. my dad was like, what the hell is all this shit? And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm addicted to webcam porn. My dad mm-hmm. said the funniest thing. He's like, JT, there is free porn on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I know. I know. Uh, and Thanks, then, dad. That's not how the addiction works, but I appreciate it. Of course. But he said the funniest thing too. I was like, I was like, I think I'm addicted to webcam pornography and I think I need to get some help. And my dad was like, I think you need to get a fucking job. (laughs) It was, it was everything he said was totally fair, but we were just approaching the the problem from different perspectives. And uh, man, you put your dad through some shit, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. It just keeps coming back to that. Like, I know your dad's hard on you, but man, you, man, this is, this is incredible. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. He is, he is pretty tough on me, but he's also extremely like nice and generous. He's, he's a complicated dude. We both are. And then, and then, yeah, actually after that, I think I tried to be a substitute teacher for a while. I took like all the tests, didn't go through with it. And then I just drove Uber and, and did Postmates for a while. And then, Dude, this is so funny. I'm really realizing that I'm just not, I'm a lot more stable and steady now, but I really was just a total liability for big chunks of time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was driving Uber and I went out to Coachella and I directed a video for Chad and which I don't think we ever even posted. I don't think it came out very well. Mm-hmm. And then I just kept driving Uber out there and I didn't sleep for like 48 hours. I was just being a mm-hmm. madman. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Have you guys driven Uber? Uh, I've not, but of course we almost every guest on this podcast now. <laughs> right. You kind of, you got in, you get into, and I didn't do it for very long, but you get into this mindset where like, 
it's almost like a video game. You're yeah, again, like, how, again, 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 again. And then you keep being like, I should stop. And then you're like, oh, but it'd be so good to get to this number. It'd be so good to get to this number. Right, right. And Which then, again, for a, I mean, just a, just a ballpark guess here for a person who has perhaps addictive tendencies, not a great, you know, setup. Totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really feasted on that. So I, I just did it for like 48 straight hours. Jeez. And then I was driving home, listening to cereal or S town. Mm-hmm. And I went to like S-Town, change. So good. It. it was so good. I felt that kind of like just, they screwed the poop. I feel like the end, they kind of fizzled, but yeah. Yeah, I think I felt like they were just like, oh, we found this crazy person. Let's just get it. Yeah, like yeah, you thought it was going to build to something and it was in the end just like, oh yeah, we found a crazy dude and he's kind of Yeah, but he was, didn't help him. <laughs> right, and he was amazing. And then I was changing episodes. I looked up, car had stopped in front of me. I crashed into a car and then um, and then I caused like a four car pile up. Okay. And then, I, yeah, I remember I called my mom afterwards and I was like, I was like, I'm so dumb. I'm dangerous. <laughs> like, and so all this stuff had happened in like a year. And she's like, you know, she's like, it's been a rough year. But then after that, things got better. And I just kind of, mm-hmm. I figured it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, out of curiosity, I know, I mean, normally we, we close the podcast with three questions, most of which are almost completely irrelevant by now. <laughs> uh-huh. But, um, but, but, but out of curiosity, was there a turning point for you? Like what, like, and because I'm guessing there's people out there right now that are having some like a, a little bit of a chaos Muppet, you know what I mean? They're just sort of like everything I touch disintegrates, <laughs> you know, yeah. like what, what was there? I, it, you don't have to, if you're willing, it, what, like, was there anything that really changed it for you? Yeah, for sure. I think it was a lot of things. One, it was that my, I'm, I'm a pretty honest person. I try to always be honest about like where I'm at and what I'm doing. Like mm-hmm. even with the webcam porn, I would, I would be honest about that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think, one of the moments was my parents stopped believing me, even when I was telling them the truth. Right. Like, cause oh, they just kind of, they, yeah, yeah. they just, they couldn't trust me. And mm-hmm. so I'd be like, uh-huh. no, I'm telling you the truth. And they were like, we don't believe you. Right. And I, and to do, my parents are pretty trusting. So to do mm-hmm. that, uh-huh. you had to go pretty far. And then once, once I started having like suicidal thoughts, mm-hmm. I just realized I had just taken it too far. And then I also, I was relying on drugs a lot to do stand up and to perform. Right. Because uh-huh. I was so afraid of just being bad as myself. Right. And I, I think, just from going to, I just started going to sex addict meetings and mm-hmm. I started taking, I, I was doing therapy. I switched therapists and I just was like, you know what? Like I'd rather just suffer as myself than, than keep suffering, trying to be somebody else, somebody else or more yeah. than I am. And then so, self well, that's, yeah, that, that's, yeah. Um, that's, that's actually uh, really amazing. Like, but like, I just real quick, when you said you were, you were doing uh, drugs, like to perform standup was your thought process. I would rather be able to like, blame this if i fail like it's like oh well i was fucked up or whatever like sometimes you'll hear about athletes that'll like purposely not sleep the night before games or whatever right. to give themselves an out because they're afraid to just fail it was some of that but i honestly i, I just was i was getting better responses from people when i was on drugs i was doing oh right. yeah oh, and oh, okay. i just felt more so, confident and i wasn't afraid it. the adderall kind of made it so i didn't if a joke didn't go well i didn't feel it i wasn't sensitive right. to it okay but I, okay. but i wasn't really but I also wasn't sensitive to, you know, some of the good things I could have enhanced uh-huh. my performance. And then what happened to you when I, like, I think the day my parents cut me off, I helped Chad write a city council speech. Yeah. Uh-huh. We go to like city councils and we propose like different mm-hmm. causes that we believe in. Yes, yes, like yes. Rowy. And then the day my parents were like, hey, we're kind of like done with you for a while. One of Chad's videos that I helped him with went viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that was like a big, they call a it a God shot in the program where I was like, 
and then he was like hey will you help me like full time now and I had been kind of reluctant to do that before and then I was like yeah and then I just kind of invested my I just I don't know I just went all in on that and Mm. then and then so yeah a combination of just getting help and then not doing drugs for a long I don't I I haven't done Adderall since Mm. and uh, Uh and then just uh yeah I don't know just valuing myself more I guess yeah just doing a little mop up Uh yeah Uh yeah and just putting putting in the work just getting all that all the muck out of the way and then just putting in the work yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah. Well, we typically close with three questions. We're gonna. I, we'll see what happens with them. Uh, first question is for the bad job. When were you done, and how'd you quit? We know how that one happened because it was a three-day job. You left, and then we went on this giant spiral. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, question number two is, uh, yeah. What's one good thing you took from that very bad job at the Christian <laughs> movie set? Or well, it just it just let me know that I wasn't that because I at that point I'd been telling myself that I could move up the production ranks and that I'd go from locations manager to associate producer to producer to executive producer to creator you're like this is what and, I'm gonna do yeah and mm-hmm. then it, it just kind of it was nice because it really let me know like that trajectory is not gonna work for you for sure, uh-huh. for sure. Uh-huh. like you're not yeah you're, a, a no is just as good as a yes like if it's clear yeah because uh-huh. there's other people who could really do that job well and I wasn't ever my skill set was never gonna be that yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, well, then question number three is, you know, it's been a pandemic. It's been going for almost a year now. Um, how's that been going um, for you? What are your thoughts? That's that's an open-ended question. You know, it's been really hard at times, but I, I'm, I've been actually really good about not focusing on what I miss and just kind of focusing on what I can do. Yeah. I've, I've actually had like a good pandemic. I feel bad saying that, but um, it's- You're not the uh, only guest. Yeah, yeah, that, it comes up. Yeah. I've, I've, I lost a ton of weight. I started weightlifting again and I've like, I'm like the strongest I've been since I was on steroids. And then, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I met a cool girl who I'm really crazy about and we're boyfriend and girlfriend now. Mm-hmm. And then um, me and Chad have kept making videos and kept making stuff and kept like pitching things and just, um, you know, and it's, it's not the same as it was like, we, there's, there's a lot less that we can do but no but i mean like you guys made that video where you went down to you know i don't know where what what beach in orange county and you're like offering people yeah huntington offering people's masks and shit so like there's Mm. obvious material there yeah and and there's still stuff coming up and then i uh yeah i've managed to to make some to like make a living doing that stuff too and it's it's just Mm. it's been i don't know i i think before the pandemic i was so anxious i had so much anxiety and the rest of the, I was more anxious than anybody else. Yeah. And then, and then the pandemic like kind of gave me something to orient my anxiety around. And then everybody else got more anxious. Yeah. And it kind of calmed me down. Hmm. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. I, I kind of, I don't, I don't know why. I'm just kind of like that. Like if no one's freaking out, I freak out. If yeah, no, that's a hundred. I feel the same way. Yeah, yeah. I, I do yeah. the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, with- it's like a little, a little bit of a. Um, I think it's it's a, a, a kind of a shitty thing, but it works for you sometimes. But it's like the contrarian in you. Totally, totally. You know? Yeah, like if I'm on a plane and no one's scared, I'm the most scared person on the plane. But if, other <laughs> are, if other people are freaking out, it, it tends to relax me. Yeah, I think it's mm-hmm. kind of like um, if you have a dog, you know what I mean, and your do- and you feel like you need to have that leadership role with your dog. You know what I mean? Like I got to be cool for my dog. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like every, everybody else is your dog. You say so you see, yeah, so you're you, like, you, you know what? You, I, it's fine. We can uh, figure this out. But if, but you know, it doesn't work the opposite way. But yeah. at least you're, it's a, you're, way you're trying to um, you're like trying to put balance in the universe where you don't see it in those moments. For sure, exactly. Again, like like Thanos. Totally. Just Thanos all day, dude. (laughs) Uh, JT, the final question is, where can people find you on the internet if you'd like to be found? 
yeah so so mostly i don't post a ton but if you go to like chad goes deep on instagram mm -hmm. there's a lot of our stuff there we just got onto tiktok we have two different accounts randy 30 year olds where we're basically just shirtless and dancing and then uh, <laughs> and then we have one called how to existence where we're trying to teach people like uh, tricks for these are like the the you know the pitches like uh, how uh -huh. to navigate the world and then it's chad and jt go deep on youtube and then we have a podcast called going deep with chad and jt um, and we'll put yeah. links to all of that in the show notes so if you're oh on, you guys are uh, amazing yeah if you're on uh youtube just it's down here in the comments if you want to see us on youtube it's fck this place you search on youtube and if it's podcast uh at least on apple podcast you just swipe up and all the links show up so they'll be there dude it was so dude i missed talking to you guys so much and like it's, it's so nice to hang out yeah. with comedians again man yeah, <laughs> yeah. my yeah, favorite yeah. uh the best thing about jt convos is they always start hilarious and they always end sincere and that's usually uh -huh. like the shape of our podcast anyway but we knew once you were coming on it was gonna be a good episode yeah. oh thank yeah, you, yeah, guys. Really excited to have you. yeah I'm, I'm pumped to see you guys dude i i finally did stand up sorry are we are we done we can do i mean this after. fuck we're, this place we're done yeah, yeah. fuck this place <laughs> Oh, Nicky boy. My guy. We got to ride in, my guy. My guy, we got to ride in. It's ride in time, and oh, we're in man. ride in town. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My favorite uh, time of the pod. It's a good time, you know? Guest Always is gone. Good. We're just, whatever. We're just, we're just hanging out. A little after after hours in the shop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the after. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. when you, you know, you turn the work lights off and you mm -hmm. turn that one like really cool lamp on, you know, but you yeah, leave the neons yeah. on, you know? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Drinking a little beer. Yeah, on. drink a little, yeah, crack a little something, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It always feels cool to drink at work for a minute and then you're like, I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because like, it's cool because it's like, oh, breaking the rules. But then after a few minutes, you're like, this is closer to me living here now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm also like one beer in. So I got to, I really got to make a decision about what's yeah. going to happen to me in the uh -huh, next uh -huh, like two uh -huh. hours. Yeah. I'm going to sleep and, on one of these weird tarps. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I got to, I, I really got to figure something out. And that's yeah. why I never got the like, you know, the shift beer. Like, you know, like I never did it at restaurants that I worked at where like people would, you know, sit and drink a beer after their shift. It's like, bro, dude, re restaurants are different though. You know, I guess that's true. It is a, it is re a nice place to restaurants be. Restaurants are battlefields. <laughs> yeah you gotta sit there and just like nurse wounds you gotta like uh -huh, you gotta like uh -huh. put gauze on stuff uh -huh. you know at the bar come back charred fingers and shit uh -huh. but i just still like i just want to get out of here man like i've, I've yeah. been here for six eight ten hours like what uh -huh. what do we what do we need from each other mm -hmm, mm -hmm. anyway it's right in time if you want to write in you can text us it's 470-223-5627 that's 470-223-5627 uh our write in today comes from a person named Mallory. Oh, Mallory. And Mallory begins. And it says, hello, Jason Nick. I love a good hello. We don't like hello. the beginning of a Craigslist post, but at the beginning of a write-in, I take it. Hello, Jason mm. Nick. Long time from like episode two. Oh, man. Uh, first two texter. I think Mallory means first texter. Mm. Um, I have to say that I love your pod. Mallory. Thank you. Mallory. Thank you Mallory, for loving stop. this podcast. I can only take so much. <laughs> <laughs> Mallory, oh Mallory, please. You're so good to me. Um, you guys have gotten me through some really tough times this year. And it has been a tough year. 2020 yes, and I would say 2021. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. it's not been a yeah, killer it's start. been great so far. <laughs> <laughs> 2021. <laughs> uh, you made me laugh right. during the entire episode. Mallory, you really are being too nice at this point. I mean, again, mm -hmm. I understand that's the point of the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, I love to play along and ask myself if I would fuck this place with every Craigslist listing. And that is oh. part of the fun, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not playing along at home, that's fine. You can listen. It's, it's, it's fine if it's passive. 
But, um, you know, it is a thought exercise. And I would say that it's not, you know, explicit that it's not our design, but like there is a little bit of like Craigslist. Uh, what do you what do you call it? Best practices that we're trying to implement. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. if you are looking for jobs right now, because we've all been there, like there are some things to avoid. Obvious red flags. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Weird names, yeah. uh, like contradictions inside the post. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Jobs that are that happen to be listed under the same listing, you know. And for, for listening to this pod, you're going to be able to filter them a lot faster, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. Lightning right speed. Through it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we'd like to think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mallory, Mallory continues. Uh, I also think about how I would answer every question on the second half of the show. First and worst. Mm-hmm. First and worst job. Mm-hmm. I have to say, this was uh, I have to say that I have to say that is was ecstatic. We're texting here. It's fine, Mallory. Um, I want to say I have to say that I was ecstatic. Oh, well. that's it. I have to mm-hmm. say that I was ecstatic when the return of dumb or uh, killer segment, also known as dumb or murderer. Mm-hmm. We're big fans as well. Yeah, I love it. We don't get to do it all the time. That's true. But I love every time we get to do it. Correct. Mallory says that is by far my favorite. And so, you know, a little like this is maybe just a little bit of, uh, like shopkeeping here. But as far as the dumb or murder segment, we also really like it. But we mm-hmm. also are careful about the guests that we want to do it with. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, we're, I think we're getting a, you know, we always have a little backlog. You know, we're always mm-hmm. looking for Craigslist posts and we're doing some screenshots and just like saving stuff for later. Um, but sometimes the dumb or murder posts are all about. They're almost always about women, um, <laughs> and that doesn't feel good. You know, we yeah, don't want to yeah. pummel the audience with just obvious violence. Yeah, Not always, yeah. or just dumbness. Mm-hmm. I I also like uh, feel like it's important. Like we, we did one with uh, Jesse Fernandez, right? And yes, we did. Yep. Yeah, and so I would think that the Jesse Fernandez Dumber Murder may oh, have my, inspired Mallory's. Got it, got it, got it. Um, yeah, right. So like, I like it. I also think that it's. Um, because they are almost always geared towards women. I love yeah. a good dumber murder that's geared mm. towards men. I love it. I think we have love a few it. in the bank, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I love those. Uh, but it's more important to me. And I think to us to have like a woman sometimes field those because it's really easy for me to call these dudes dumb because yeah. if I'm applying yeah. for this job, I don't think he could kill me most likely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't have yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I have a general fear of being, you don't have murdered, that mechanism, you know, but I, yeah, but it's, it's not that over years thing. and years. Yeah. Yeah. That girls have to go through where they're just like, fuck, well, maybe, you know, like every yeah, day they ever go on is like, well, may I hope, it's I hope genuine it's okay, problem. you know? And yeah. so, so we don't, for these like kind of in the weeds reasons, we don't get to do it as often as I, as we'd like, but mm-hmm. when we do mwah, chef's kiss. Uh, mwah. Mm-hmm. And we're, yeah, we're always developing a backlog. Yeah. There is, there is a random folder on my external hard drive that's just mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. just creepy weird, shit that Chase weird has hung shit. on to. <laughs> weird. And uh, there, there are, of course, posts that we run into that we're like, that's not going anywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick and I just share it and then we just say, all right, well, we're going to forget about this post forever. But the thing is, we're never going to forget that post. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but we are going to mm-hmm. forget it sort of collectively. Uh, and then one, ma- we got one coming out with this guy who's trying to sell T-shirts. And mm-hmm. man, I'm really excited to do that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that one could be a dumber murderer, too, to be honest. Yeah. yeah that's what I mean. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We got We got T-shirt sales a lot more popular on Craigslist than, <laughs> than I ever would have thought. <laughs> um, I thought that would be more of a Shopify thing. Anyway, um, <laughs> Mallory finishes. um that is, that is by far my favorite. You guys make me so happy, and I can't wait for every Tuesday for a new episode to drop. It is on uh, Tuesdays. Yes, that is our day. That Signed, is our day. little dash. Mallory, 
your one and only YouTube viewer who got Fuck a shout yeah. out on the year extravaganza episode. Thank you. Fuck yeah, Mallory. Hell yeah, Mallory. That is correct. That, <laughs> that uh, we do have more YouTube viewers now. Yeah. Oh, um, cool. By like four or five. Um, <laughs> that's <laughs> oh, not true. Hell yeah. we, got, we got subscribers. I think it's oh. public. Like you can see we've got like 40 subscribers or something, uh-huh. which is yeah. great. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you. If you're listening, thank you. We're just glad you're here, <laughs> to be fair. Um, I mean, if you got to go, fine. You know, I'm, I'm not holding you here, you know, yeah. but thank you. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. I, uh, I did. I did respond to Mallory really quickly and said, Mallory, what's up? Thanks for watching on YouTube. The rest of these nerds are missing out, putting the pod <laughs> in their ear holes only, which I feel like is pretty true. Uh-huh. Um, but again, what matters is that you're here and that you're enjoying yourself. Mm-hmm. That's really that's really all that counts. Absolutely. Thank you again for writing in, Mallory. Yeah, thank you, Mallory. And um, I know you've thought about how you would answer the first and, you know, the, the questions of the like, you know, what's your first job? What's your worst job? If you would care to elaborate, we're all ears. Throw it we're out. We're all there. texts. You know, Throw it out. Throw if you it got out. a worse job, you know, mm-hmm. you we'll don't have, you it. Didn't, it doesn't have to be a thing. It could just be I worked for, um, you know, just with this like weirdo. Uh, you know, ice cream maker who mm-hmm. wouldn't shut up about, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have uh, a Benghazi. Or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I have old coworkers that will ask to be on the podcast mm-hmm. and I always tell them no, because yeah. <laughs> like they're like not artists and that is something that we want. You know, yeah, we, so, we, yeah, we tend to try to have people. We want to have people that have like something else that people can connect to mm-hmm. after the podcast is over again. We like yeah. people. People are great, yeah. you know, but, but if like, you got something else for people to grab onto. If, if you like, for instance, uh, Jesse Fernandez, you can at least like check out his like list of articles on the onion, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so like, uh, but what I mean is just, then I'll tell them, but just write in because yeah. it doesn't like make your stories any less good. And then mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. then they go, Oh, but I don't know what I would say. And I'm like, well, then maybe you shouldn't be on the podcast <laughs> if you don't, you know? So it's like, but I always, but I encourage anyone to write in and just think about one job, one mm-hmm. job you had and think about the weirdest dude at that job and then explain why he was weird. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, you will be just, just running downhill in a couple mm-hmm. of minutes if you just cue it up in your head a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Is if you get mad, you're probably in the right spot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it's pulling something out of you, you probably are doing. Mm-hmm. The, it's yeah. probably a good. Your story. heart is just racing, texting you yeah. all thumbs. Mm-hmm. But I would love. It. I would love to get more just write-ins and hear about stuff because that's kind yeah. of like. You know, Mallory, if you know, if if you would care to, and again, I also understand it's like I don't want to give away stuff, you know, because like maybe I still work there or whatever. Yeah, sure, but, sure. But you sure. know, if something happened, let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or, you know, other stuff. You want advice? We're terrible at that. But, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. we could do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if someone just twisted my arm, you know, I'd be like, I guess maybe ask for or, a raise. Or you got, like, good facts, good, like, numbers. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, you're just like, like that where you're we're just learning. A, you're just like a living bottle mm-hmm. of a, uh, the, the, yeah. the Snapple bottle. You know what I'm talking about? It's yeah, like yeah, Snapple yeah. facts, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. Like, giraffe's tongues are black. Like, oh, wow, cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Well, thank you again, Mallory. We really Thank you really so much, Mallory. It. And uh, and also as a reminder, if you want to text a pod, four seven zero two two three five six two seven. That's four seven zero two two three five six two seven. And fuck this place. Fuck this place. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks so much for the four star review. 
from ALX, AKI, Alexi, Act. Anyway, uh, they write, Great premise for a show. With some improved production and tighter editing, it could smash. I'll take it. We're bumping up the editing. We got separate channels for the sound now, so it's a better balance. Have you noticed it in your ear holes? Anyway, if you want to leave a review, you can do that. That's nice. Okay, bye for now. Fuck this place.